So what'd you do for your birthday? Um, I worked all day. I went and I got all my free stuff from like businesses. So I went to like Firehouse Subs and Starbucks, but that was the extent of my birthday. What did you do for yours? Probably more fun. I worked. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Don't be jealous now. But uh, uh, the next day, on July 4th, I was bartending, and then uh, Jordan, uh, remember me, he came out, and uh, he just got back from a trip. He stopped at the bar and kicked it, got to finally see the restaurant and shit, and uh, made some drinks, and then he treated me out to eat at the restaurant oh, afterwards. Nice. And then my manager just gave us half off of the entire check. Wow. Like, You're cheap fuck, babe. Yeah, I know, right? All right. Well, cheers yeah. to birthdays as an adult. Birthdays as an adult. episode it is to introduce. I think it's our episode because it was just our birthday. Perfect, yeah. And I think we're just gonna... We're just gonna wing it. When is a team? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jump Seat Confessions. Did you know, if you don't follow us on Instagram, did you know that Jordan and I have birthdays one day apart? Yeah. So it's basically chaos when we get together to celebrate our birthdays yeah and, and uh but not, not always it was chaos this year because well so, i last year was chaos not for us no no last year for, was, last year was awesome it but, was chaos for your roommate yeah no he me, he me me and you became great parents to take care of him. yeah that's great so so jesse's birthday is on july 2nd and my birthday is july 3rd uh if you live in america you know that july 4th is america's birthday so that entire week uh Everyone gets together in America and goes away with their family and goes with to, down the shore, goes barbecuing. So, All right, down the shore, that's like a Philly thing. Like, yeah. So if you're not from like the Northeast, down the shore doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't to make you. sense. But everyone, it's a it, everyone gets together to barbecue and drink together. Uh, but it's far more of a family thing. And um, when it falls near your birthday, everyone's busy with their families. So yeah. I seldom ever do anything significant on the day of my birthday. It's always fun afterwards or always fun before. Well, and I feel like celebrating your birthday as an adult is kind of a rip-off. Like, if you want to do something, you have to plan it. That's yeah. so stupid. I know. Who plans their own Why aren't my friends planning my yeah. birthday for me, you know? Exactly. Why I don't really we... like celebrating my birthday because yeah. I hate planning yeah. shit. Why are my friends not putting me in front of their family and other loved ones? In America. Like I know. Honestly. No, WTF. Is it me or is it America? It's probably America. You gotta pick. <laughs> I mean, honestly, right now, I would pick me over America, but we're not, this isn't a political podcast. Yeah. This is Jump Seat Confessions, um, and we're going to start with a little, like, hypothetical question, rhetorical question. No, I yeah. think it's, like, hypothetical. Yeah. Hyper- yeah. Well, How would you quantify airline reliability? I think the answer to that is different for everyone, especially if you're in the industry, if you're outside the industry. Um, a lot of people, I think in the industry, I think most people rate the airlines according to safety, like successful flights, successful takeoffs, successful uh, landings. See, I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. I think that people do it based on their own personal experiences. If you have, like, if you are flying an airline and you get a customer service agent on a bad day you're like well i'm never flying american again like they have no customer service but it's like little do you know that gate agent's dad just passed away you know like 
I think you just agreed with me. I was saying it is different for everybody. I said... Uh, well, it, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're saying a lot of people do safety, but I feel like a I lot of people... I said a lot of people, people in the industry specifically. In the industry specifically, it's I think it's safety. Like if you're a flight attendant, ramper, pilot, uh, mechanic, I think that it's more of a safety thing. But I, there's, again, you brought up another example. It's like for, if you're just a regular passenger, and you, again, you care about customer service, you care about presentation and demeanor... You know, um, yeah, the flight's on time. Like, you know, how many how many angry passengers have you had entering your aircraft because the gate agent was snarky with them, and they're like, you know, I, I'm never flying this freaking airline. I'm only here because they wouldn't refund my ticket. Blah blah blah. I'm always like pinky promise. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the ones that are like really sassy. About I hate it. it. Like, I hate it. You always see them uh, again like three weeks later. Like right. I hate that shit. Uh, I'm never flying this airline again. It's like you again. Right. Didn't you Didn't you say you were gone? And here they are, <laughs> like like your ex boyfriend yeah. that you don't want to run into. Yeah. that's that's who they are. You got wine on your white shorts. It's okay. Ugh. So I'm saving it for later. Okay. So that's how are you gonna suck the wine out of your white shorts? Okay. Gotta yeah. be real flexible for that. I'm, I'm a flexible man. Okay. All right. All right. So, I was proved wrong. It's fine. So Lola, we're talking about airline reliability. Yeah. Not my, not my reliability yeah. as a as a as a leg flexor. Not his but, uh, flexibility. <laughs> We're talking about abilities, but not yeah, yeah. flexibility. So, um, another way t- uh, people quantify airlines is insurances. Like, uh, when something goes wrong, how quick are they to uh, compensate, reimburse you for lost luggage, or reimburse you for a, uh, I don't know, a missed connection, and stuff like that. Um, I know that I had uh, two good friends of mine were flying on a buddy pass um, just this past September, and it was a fume event in flight. Mm. And so instead of flying all the way back to Philadelphia, they deviated to Chicago. Yikes. Yeah, yikes. And Where were they trying to go? To back to Philly. They were coming from, from Colorado. Where? Oh, from, from Denver. Denver, okay. Denver to Philly. And they deviated uh, to Chicago. But then the company didn't offer connecting flights and stuff like that. They, they gave them, all the, of course, all the passengers mad as hell. What the hell? Where are my bags? Blah, blah, But they said, I guess they gave each of them, like, some kind of link that, for them to click. And you do the, you know, the QR code with your phone. Uh, and you can book a flight on there. And then the company would reimburse you for that. Uh, and, and so that, you had to pay out of pocket? Yeah, they pay out of pocket. But it was other, a lot of other airlines. But, um... I guess like they were going to reimburse you for that. And so my friends just couldn't afford any of the prices to go to Philly. Right. So they bought one that goes to Newark on that same link that the company gave them. So they got to Newark. They negotiated with some friends. Our friends picked them up. And uh, then the company wouldn't reimburse them because they didn't go straight to Philly. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. So, So understandably... Even though these are these are friends who've used buddy passes with me numerous times, the the company has done them right ten other times. But this one big major fuck up, they're like, yeah, never. They're again. like, fuck it. I don't care if it's a buddy pass. I'm never doing that shit again. Right. You know, and and granted, that that was the buddy pass passengers. Everyone on that flight was in the same boat of shit. And sometimes airlines will do really needlessly particular things like that. That can really uh, screw over a person's experience forever. Can right. S- can sour your mood about an entire airline's uh, performance record and everything because they fucked you over personally. Well, and I feel like 
if you're a passenger or if you're a crew member, like if mm. something happens and they're like, oh yeah, just pay for it out of pocket, we'll reimburse you. Like a lot of people don't yeah. have that money. Exactly. Like if you are, if you just booked a last minute ticket to like go visit like a sick family member or something mm -hmm. like that, like you're spending a lot of money to go. If they're just like, oh yeah, just pay for it and we'll pay you back. Like you might right. not have the money yeah. or people who travel on like ultra low cost carriers, mm -hmm. you're doing that because you can't afford a legacy. Right most of the time like exactly. sometimes it's just convenience or whatever but most of the time you're doing it because you can't afford other options right so like to me that's just not like a realistic yeah, it's unrealistic yeah, yeah because even hypothetically even if they are willing to pay you back how long does it take right how long until they actually send you that money and yeah i literally i'm like i'll wait hours and wait for the company to pay yeah. for something before and, I pay for it. And and sometimes companies will also say, oh, we'll, we'll reimburse you. They don't reimburse you with money. They'll reimburse you with points and miles to, yeah. keep, to, to imprison you as their customer. Right. So you get, those miles can't buy you a can of soda at the freaking corner store bodega. You know right. what I'm saying? So, so how much value does that have? Once your mood's already soured by this airline You're not, and now yeah. they doomed you, now you have to fly with us at least three more times in order to get your money's worth or, or be robbed. You know, things like that would bring their airline reliability into question if I was that person. Right. Um, I, you know, as, an, as a member of aviation, I had flight benefits, so if I hated an airline, I was like, fuck y'all. I'll leave y'all for free. I'll go with another one for free. Right. You know, so... Uh, but I know that's a luxury not everyone can uh, really have access to. Well, speaking uh, of like that, mm -hmm. are we ready to jump right into what we're talking about? So I have a great segue. Oh my God, we never introduced the topic. No. We love with a rhetorical question. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, um, are we, can I segue? Yeah, segue, segue. Take it away. Okay, bro. so for me, when I was paying for flying, I had the worst experience with United. The worst experience ever. Okay. I I'm like I genuinely I don't even remember the circumstances anymore. So <laughs> it was so, long so bad ago, I blacked it out. Like, it was so, it, yeah, literally it felt like PTSD. You know, like when your trauma happens and your brain your brain blocks it out. Mm -hmm. That's how it felt. But like I was like my flight got canceled or something, and I was gonna be late for work and. They weren't going to be able to get me back until like two days later and stuff. Like, I feel like that's what it was. And then they just kept giving me like credits instead of giving me my money back. And I'm mm. like, at this point, like, I'm just, I, it's not worth it. Right. So now as a flight attendant, I will exhaust every other option before I fly United. And I feel like I was very intuitive given their last, uh, given last week or two weeks ago. Uh, when United had their like huge crisis during Fourth of July weekend, like that's a huge travel weekend. That's like the beginning of summer. That's a lot. Like that's right. a I huge th I think it travel. Is, yeah, as I said, it began before that, and uh, yeah, it's like. A, but it was like that weeks, weekend. Yeah. yeah. Extremely busy that. time for flying. So according to CNN, um, on a Thursday alone, they canceled thirteen percent of their flights, which like. If you're not in the United States, like United has thousands of flights a day, so to yeah, carry it's thirteen, one of the biggest airlines in the world, right? So to, yeah. to cancel thirteen percent, that's a huge yeah. number. Like, that's a lot of people that got mm -hmm. fucked over, and it got so bad to the point where like, 
um, crews were stranded without hotels. And they're like, oh, just give us, like, just, you know, pay for a hotel and we'll get it back. But the thing was, like, yeah, there's no the hotels. Yeah, all of them are completely booked because of all because the canceled flights. Because everybody else got everybody. canceled. And yeah. if they are open, they're outrageously priced. Mm-hmm. And, like, I saw something that wait times for them to get a hold of crew scheduling were, like, 15 hours some yeah. people waited on hold to get a hold of crew scheduling like that's insane so it got to the point where like in different areas it mostly affected the northeast but it also affected like chicago which is their hub mm-hmm. um and like the crew members were sleeping on cots in the airport passengers were sleeping yeah. on cots in the airport and the ceo flies a private jet to get back to work because yeah. he can't even rely on his own airline. He can't even rely on his own like, airline. That's fucked up. But, but no, what's, and what's even more fucked up is I believe he flew that before addressing the problem publicly. So he never even announced and apologized and addressed his uh, concerns or his, his employees right. in any way. He went about his business again because he could afford it, and he took his own private jet. He's like, you know, I'll I'll address the crisis when I'm in a safe space, right? Instead of addressing it when the people need it. Well, and then and people he, need answers, and people need, you know... Right. Well, and then he was, like, pointing fingers. He was like, oh, this is all the FAA's fault. And literally, it's yeah, like... Yeah, I, I was curious. Like, what, what, is, what is the basis of that? Was he, was he blaming them for, so, like, flight number limits or something? Right. Because, or because like of air traffic control, they're super understaffed. Um, so because of the understaffing and air traffic control, there's a limit of aircraft that can fly through certain airspaces just so they don't freaking crash into each other. Like, totally get it. Right. But it's like... If that was the basis of this whole entire thing, why did no other airlines experience the same, like, right. huge detrimental thing? Because, like, the second number of, can- like, the second highest number of cancellations for that time period was JetBlue with only 2%. Right. And JetBlue's smaller. Job. 13% compared to 2%. And JetBlue's a much smaller That's airline. Right. So 2% of their flights is, like, not even comparable to United. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, it's just like fucked up like that you're leaving your employees stranded. And to like kind of like to operate these rescue flights, they were offering their flight attendants three hundred percent pay. And oh, people and people yes. weren't picking them up because yeah. they knew that they were gonna get stranded without hotels yeah. and they wouldn't be able to get through exactly. I was like three hundred percent pay, that's huge. Yeah. And and for that to not get picked up, that's insane. Right. Yeah, and, and but it's and like, what are you gonna do? Exactly, the only thing you can do is like, if you know someone in the city, you know you're gonna get stranded in. You have a friend there, you're okay. Right. Someone you can stay with because you know you're gonna get set up. You know you're gonna f- finish your trip, and you're not gonna have a hotel. You're gonna be on hold for fifteen hours. But if you have a friend there, someone you can crash with, you're fine. Then that three hundred percent makes sense. But even but, like they were telling like people that they couldn't leave the airport until they had positive contact with crew scheduling. Oh, exactly. And that's absurd. 15 that's, I'm that's not sitting at the airport yeah, for 15 exactly. hours. Is it cuz guess Especially what? All your passengers- you don't pay me for boarding. You also don't pay me to sit at the airport. We're not right. making shit. Well, and We're making also, just the per diem, $2 and no, fuck that. And also at that point, like all of the passengers around you are pissed off. Mm-hmm. They're coming to you for answers because mm-hmm. you're in uniform. You're the human punching like, bag. You're the representative of the company. Therefore, you have all the answers in their eyes. And you're withholding information because you hate them personally. Meanwhile, the CEO is like jerking off in his private jet on his way back home. Like, what the fuck? And even so, after all of this happened, like when people finally got addressed, the email was sent from the CEO and -hmm. not the CEO because Mm -hmm. they knew that, like, coming from the CEO, they'd be like, well, fuck you. Like, you literally, Mm -hmm. like, 
are not reliable. You're not dependable. You literally just mm-hmm. all this shit. Yeah. We need and now leader. you're going to apologize yeah. to me? It's like they needed no. a leader in a time of crisis and you were chilling. Right. Yeah, you know? that's fucked up. Yeah. That's that. So I'm like, I hated United before. I have a lot of friends <laughs> who left the airline that I work for to go to United. So, United and- so it hurts. It, it affects me. I, I want to say it affects me deeply. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like, it's not that serious, you yeah. know? But like, I feel for these people, especially people that I know that I care about that were like, put in these really shitty situations like that's fucked up yeah i i uh i have a, a good friend who was really lucky she was off for eight days straight at the time when that happened Ugh. so uh, but i actually how high... I reached out i did reach out to her for like personal comment on what's going on she's like to be honest like all i can relate to you is with my friend scene because like i was at home right. enjoying my family but, like how stuff. high is her seniority yeah. that she was able to hold that time off her seniority is trash yeah she's really yeah, i'm she's, surprised she's a. Uh, it might not, I don't know if she requested that, but she she said she she lucked out. She she had eight days off straight. That's I mean yeah. that's she got really lucky. Yeah. Because I like a lot of times. I mean, not include, get I mean I'm sure that includes cancellations. She right. probably had maybe four days off scattered, but then with cancellations, it would turn right. eight days off. But at the same time, it's like if you're new with the company, like a lot of airlines don't pay you for training. Mm-hmm. You don't have money to right. like put up front for a hotel, for an Uber, like, you don't, to buy food at the airport for 15 hours. Like, you don't have the money for that. And that's time that you're just not getting compensated for. So, that to me is absolutely insane. But, it's like, at the same time, like, the company didn't want to take any... Responsibility. Yeah. Blame the FAA. And the FAA literally was like, nope. They literally clap yeah, back. They're they like, clap back immediately. They're yeah. like, yeah, no, like, like we. You're the we, only one with these with these problems. Right. So, and, well, they're and, like, yeah, we did limit some stuff that does affect all airlines, like mm-hmm. not just United, yeah. but like you're canceling thirteen percent of your flights. Yeah. Like, I think you it said you somewhere. You can't blame the FA for that number. Like, that's I absurd. think somewhere it said like for between Thursday and Sunday or Thursday and Saturday, thirty six percent of all flights canceled were United. Mm. out of all flights in the United States that were canceled were United 36% over the span of four or five days that's nuts and for them to be like now is the FAA the FAA is like okay we play a little part of that and like the FAA is like taking responsibility but one if I was United I would not fuck with the FAA absolutely not like they're literally the puppet master you know I would not be like yeah no it's all their fault and two like you have to take like if like you're paying your CEOs enough money that they can charter their own private jet, mm-hmm. so you need to fix the problems that are going on within your organization. Exactly, and again, you have the money for that, but do you have the money to compensate the people whose whose trips you ruin? They get thirty thousand yeah. miles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you know, so they get thirty thousand know, miles, and then look at their record pro- United's record profits, but they, they they have the nerve to act like they don't have the money to to pay for their failures, like. Yeah, it's it's insane. So I do want to change uh, gears a little bit to refer to a different airline meltdown that also was relatively recently. Yeah, it was, what, last year? No, just, yeah, just December, just this past December. It's always during the holidays. In this case, I'm referring, I know, right? I mean, that's some... Busy travel times cause for meltdowns. And what I'm referring to is the Frontier, I'm sorry, not Frontier, the Southwest Airlines. uh, The Southwest (laughs) Airlines uh, dramatic meltdown uh, during the latter half of December of 2022. I'm so, like, Frontier Airlines is kind of going through a meltdown right now. Someone yeah. has like a civil suit against them yeah, for, but that's for not disclaiming bag fees, which yeah. I was like, but they do. 
No, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I would That's say, a I, mess. I, when it comes to back, I feel like their biggest scam is like, you know, the measuring holder box. Yeah. And they're like, hey, fit your bag in here. If it doesn't fit, you got to pay a fee. That's the biggest scam because that, the, the, the model that they're displaying for you to measure your bag is so much smaller than the actual space on the plane. Right, it's but it literally scam. says it doesn't, like, on the yeah. thing, it's, on the box, it says, mm. like, oh, it doesn't matter if it fits under your seat, like, so, like yeah. something like that. Like, like, yeah, it's some, like, this is the measurements. That, that, and that's what I mean, but, that like, we, but if you see the way the gate agents enforce it and stuff like that, like, it's... Uh, if your it's strap is hanging a, out, they're like, oh, doesn't fit. Yeah, it's like, exactly. it's a fucking strap, yeah, it's all a, right? It's a, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. so shady. Um, and also, I know the gate agents get a commission for all baggage fees, so there's an incentive right. to make you pay for those. So I don't know, it's just very shady, very sloppy business and they have model. Lo- they have a lot of power, too. Yeah, like yeah, the gate agents. Yeah, like, like you're willing to like ruin somebody who literally like doesn't have the finances to mm-hmm. be traveling. Exactly, and you're antagonizing them with hidden fees, and then I don't think and then you get I don't mad think at they're them. hidden fees. I think that the way that it's done is just unethical. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it, besides those meltdowns, I'm talking about Southwest Airlines. Southwest had. Uh, technical method. yeah it was uh, we described it as an antiquated tech and a manual manual scheduling process which is really uh insufficient for an airline of their size an airline of their caliber um and it just could not keep up with so many dramatic changes so it was a really bad winter storm hitting uh, uh the united states especially through the midwest and stuff like that and of course as anyone knows uh snow Wind, cold, all those hail, things don't uh, mix hail, well. Not yeah, sleep yeah. like a winter. All those mix. things don't mix well with with airplanes that rely on thermodynamics and aeronautics and stuff like that. Uh, flights have to deviate. Flights have to cancel. Flights have to like cancel landings, cancel takeoffs. Um, Sometimes you just can't land at the airport. Exactly, like, it's just not and safe to and do not so. only that, and again, a lot of passengers are through passengers. They're flying to one city just to fly to a different city. Oh right, yeah. Southwest is notorious for that. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, because of their antiquated tech and the manual, manual scheduling process that they had, they could not keep up with the dramatic, rapid changes that were occurring uh, due to all this bad weather that all the other airlines, like, yeah, every airline's going to have some cancellations, some little deviations and stuff. But every other airline was able to keep up. But uh, Technologically. S- technologically. Yeah. yeah like, as, as far as, like, oh, this flight changed? Okay, move these passengers to this next flight. Like, think of it as that, but... The technology Times, didn't have. Think, think of yeah. modern adju- adjustments like that times 16,700. That's how many flights were canceled uh, between those nine days of December 20th It's literally to like the newest version of Windows and then like Windows yeah. 98. Yeah, like so they were working with freaking... They were working with 98. Yeah, they were working yeah. with Internet Explorer. Everyone else is flying with Chrome right. and Firefox, you right. know? So... <laughs> It's so, literally, do you, if anyone watches The Office, it's literally like when Dwight's like, oh yeah, pull this up for me, and what the hell is the guy's name? Junior Dwight. You know what I'm talking about, the guy with the glasses, one of the interns, Pete, and whatever the fuck his name is. Glasses, Junior Dwight. I can't fucking think of his name right now. Um, and he's like, The second yeah, episode's us, over, we're going to think about it. They got, yeah, I know. They got us hooked up with Windows 98 back here, and he starts printing it, and it's on that printer with, like, yeah. that has the paper with the holes on the yeah. side. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like, that's literally, that's Southwest. Yeah, that's the... At the time. At the time, at the time. They have picked up their shit, and they have, have... They have no choice, Yeah, they have no they choice, have, yeah. yeah. Legally, they were forced to. That could also be into how they made so much money over so many years, the deliberate underpaying 
of engineers and database operators and processes. And I stuff think like I saw that. somewhere that the tech update cost them more than $1 billion Which, over honestly, the course of five years. But, but honestly, that's nothing because they're sitting on like 12 oh, or $14 right. billion dollars in assets. I mean, they're, only, they're like $9 billion in debt. But like they're sitting on like fourteen billion, so like that's it doesn't right. affect them. They were they were skimping. But still, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like, exactly. For something that could have been like could have been updated, so avoided, updated, updated over time. Over time yeah. But like just like the submarine shit, they just didn't want to modernize. Oh God, they yeah. didn't want to update their. An Xbox controller, come the yeah, fuck on. I know. So, but that's kind of what Southwest was doing for right. a while. That's why they made so much money from the under, under, um, under development under of their development, resources. Under development. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so, due to this, uh, over yeah, 16,700 flights uh, were canceled, uh, over 2 million passengers stranded all over the United States, and not even to mention um, their luggage. Lots of people <laughs> lost their luggage, and that's a whole separate kind of thing that got lost. People got separated from their pets that they were uh, sending, people were separated from their children, unaccompanied minors. Okay, two things. One... Not traveling with your pet inside the cabin is unethical. I don't care what the fuck you say. It's unethical. It might be like a jungle. It might be like a big animal, like a horse or some shit. There's Who the fuck is shipping a horse? Like, drive your horse in a little carriage, you know? But on a plane, like, that, like, it's a terrifying thing. It's fucking dark down there. Like, it's just scary for them. Usually, they should be asleep the whole time, but it's still a matter of, like, still. But still, it's it's unethical. Two, Southwest really fuck themselves with their two free check bags thing because right. like that was a lot like a, most mm-hmm. most airlines charge mm-hmm. for check bags southwest does not mm-hmm. charge for your first two yeah. check bags so like and that, that fucked them in the ass yeah because, because uh because now not only do you have to accommodate uh passenger locations like you have to track the passengers they're stranded then you got to find their luggage where the hell is that and then you have to reunite them with their luggage. Again, also insanely difficult to do as a manual process. Well, and it's the winter. Like, it's fucking yeah, cold outside. It's exactly. Like, it sucks. People's the patience are low. Shitty. The anger is high. Everyone, like, you People are missing Christmas and right, stuff. Right, that's for what I was going to say. Yeah. You can't compensate somebody for, like, missing possibly the last holiday that they've yeah. had with the family member. Yeah. Like, you can't, you can't give them that time or experience yeah. back. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And, Same and, with the 4th of July with United. Like, you can't give that time back to somebody. You yeah. can't. Yeah, so, 15 and, hours. And so the same thing did happen with them. You mentioned about like how pilots and flight attendants were stranded all over the place, mm-hmm. unable to get appropriate lodgings. Uh, a it's good like, fr- even like, put me about a freaking red roof in at that point. Like, I'm sorry? Put me oh, red roof in? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Anything, but yeah, so, it's like at the airport. Uh, a good friend of mine who lives in Arizona, she's a flight attendant with uh, Southwest for like 13 or 14 years. Wow. And she was stranded. Uh, maybe Texas was trying to like pretty far away uh, or, or like Louisiana or something and after being on hold with crew scheduling or something for like nine hours she said fuck it she rented a car with a few other flight attendants who were also based out of uh, Arizona and, drove. and they just road tripped all the way back they Which got like, home that's a trauma bond but I feel like that'd be so a trauma fun. bond that, exactly I, I, I agree it's like you know what fuck it guys we're spending all these days in a, in a airplane together and now let's spend these Life days in a, a car hell. Yeah. I, I literally am just I my brain thinks in office references I'm just thinking of Michael and Holly driving back to Nashville with Daryl <laughs> like there's a lake there we could I don't know why like that, oh. that's where my mind went to that it can't mean that, can't mean that. there's water there <laughs> there's a lake what so, are you doing so things like that it's like you know she was very lucky 
that one that they can afford a car, that they can afford the gas. Right, that's the thing. That you, like can you can accommodate, that, not just, that you trust the people you're going to be traveling with to go that fucking length. Because that was a multiple day road trip they took. But and at the same course, time, they, they like, rotate drivers. Everyone takes turns, you know. At the same time, you're trusting diners. them with your with your life on the aircraft. Yeah, exactly. Like, so if anything, these flight attendants earn their fucking salt right there. Can I just talk about how crazy air travel is, though, for a second? Yeah. Like intuitive thought. Absolutely. People are getting on with their kids, their like elderly grandparents. They're getting on with like people that they love and cherish. And there's a complete fucking stranger, like. Yes, they have to have qualifications and stuff like that, but like, you don't know the fucking people who are like responsible for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you randomly have a heart attack or you pass out or yeah. something like, yeah, like you don't fucking know. That to me is so wild. Like yeah. yesterday when I was working, I had two medicals on one flight. Jeez. And like, luckily I'm good under pressure, so everything ended up being fine. But at the same time, it's like that's so crazy to me. Cocky. <clears throat> Excuse me. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> Jordan, king of customer service. I'm like, okay, I'm good at saving people's lives. And you're like, oh, you're full of yourself. I save like, them from discomfort. I save them from dying. So fucking well, they welcome died of to the discomfort. Club. They would not have. They might have died of discomfort if, if it was me. Yeah. But they wouldn't die of illness or injury. Fair enough. So together we make a good team, Jesse. Yeah, too bad you no longer work there, and it's only a matter of time for me. I can work somewhere else in two seconds. I already know people. I, I know I could, but like I don't. I don't have it in me for the travel. I but. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, Southwest. So, so yeah, so but, I mean, we, we just we just had a moment. We I think the, I a, forgot that we were recording yeah, for a second. Okay. No, it's okay. so we had a moment. No, that's, that's perfectly fine. But uh, uh, I, don't, I think we, we covered the bug. The one thing I do want to highlight though is that um, meltdowns like this occur pretty often among all airlines. Except it's rarely ever to this dramatic extent. It's rarely ever millions of people getting stranded. It's rarely ever like you know, 13 Thousands of flights. Thousands yeah. of flights. Like that is what makes it absurd. But guys, anyone who's lived in Florida, you fucking know. Hurricane season happens. June to October, half the year. Yeah. Flights get because random tropical storms, thunderstorms, these things will ruin flights. It'll it'll make if pilots time out. If you've never lived out. in Florida, it rains and storms every yeah, day. Yeah, it's very schizophrenic. Ass every weather. fucking yeah. day, it and sucks. It sucks for air travel. I mean, if you're just it into sucks in life. Listen, no, I mean I'm Puerto Rican. I'm biologically designed for the tropical rainforest. I'm fine down there. You can go to the but, tropical rainforest. I've, yeah. Florida is not the tropical rainforest. It's tropical. It shouldn't be. It's, it shouldn't be. Yeah, no, but it, it, but it, it is. The, that's and the temperature. I walk into a store and then I walk out and I'm like, "Fuck! I don't have my umbrella." And yeah. it's a torrential downpour. And if it's not raining, you're sweating your ass off anyway. So, so you're my wet clothes regardless. are stuck yeah. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we I almost made it. That's what she said, joke. Yeah. But I did. You know, yeah. It was all the wetness. That's why you, like, yeah. you're wet either way. And I was like, yes, to, the okay. fuck yeah. I am. <laughs> Lots of shirtless boys. <laughs> okay, so, anyways. <laughs> um, yes, it's like, you know, meltdowns will happen like this occasionally, anyways, and if you're ever in Florida. Uh, or places like that, like you know, like or like Puerto Denver Rico, in Puerto the winter. Rico. Yeah, Denver yeah. in the winter, stuff like that. Chicago and, in the winter. And it shouldn't be a reflection of the entire airline unless it becomes a giant domino effect. Right. Because if it's just within that region, sorry, dude, like these are regulations, these are safety regulations. We do need a, a crew rest. There is a limited duty day. There is a hardware 
uh, minimum, like what the aircraft can and cannot fly with, you know, uh, weight and balance issues, especially considering length of runways and, and wind and stuff like that. Like sometimes I'd there's not crash. Sometimes yeah. there's a lot of important reasons to cancel flights, and we're very sorry that that ruins people's days and travel plans or whatever. But if you but, need to get somewhere in a short period of time, drive. Yeah, it's gonna be more reliable. Yeah, it's I mean, more less, deadly but and it's less more safe. Reliable. Yeah, less safe. Yeah. But it, in general, when problems like this occur, like what happened with uh, United, remember United fell the fuck apart. Yeah, they did. Only every United. Time. Every fuck other them. every other airline did not. And so all those passengers, they became customers to other airlines really quick. So the other airlines were able to pick up their slack. The same with Southwest. When Southwest crumbled. I, I remember like how many random new passengers joined in joining uh, other airlines, you know, flights that were airlines that exact- they said they would never fly. Yeah, airlines they would never fly. Airlines they're too good for, but now they're flying on them too because their beloved airline failed them, you know. So airlines scratch each other's backs in, 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 unintentionally in this regard because when one fucks up real bad, the others will essentially be there to pick up the slack and salvage the remaining passengers. Um, but again, when it's a regional thing like Florida or Denver or stuff like that, that's going to happen to everybody. Every airline's going to go through it. You just hope it's not a system wide failure. You don't want, you don't want passengers or flight attendants or pilots or anybody of value stranded away from someplace safe and lodging, et cetera. Comfy bed. Right. Tasty coffee. Comfy bed. Most importantly, Dr. Pepper. Yeah. That's important. You know, some, some, some good wine. Most importantly, Dr. Pepper. That's Pepper, yeah, of course. Yeah. I love Dr. Pepper. My blood is Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I think that covers it. Yeah. I think uh, we've, we've done a deep dive into airline meltdowns. Rock and, and roll. the ramifications of how it affects passengers, flight attendants, pilots, and uh, every other onlooker, the road trippers. Can I know? just say, though, that I've almost finished my glass of wine from the beginning of the episode and Jordan's halfway? This is more than half. Oh, please. <laughs> And I'm on antidepressants, so mine, my one glass, which is really two glasses, is... <laughs> Already <laughs> smacking. <laughs> I feel great. And you'll hear it in the next you'll episode, because we're also recording that today. <laughs> so you're welcome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing with our nonsense. Thank you for oh being patient. Oh my god, patient. the button fell out of my shirt. Thank you for being patient. <laughs> as we uh, oh, wait, took was, a break. Was there just not a button? As we took a break for our birthdays. While Jessie's looking for her button, we're going to get ready for the next episode. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We love you. Pay Take us for care. boarding. Pay us for boarding. Always. XOXO. Gossip Girl. Hashtag. <laughs>